Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Whiskey Sour Libations and Conversations. I'm your host, Dom. And before I bring in a guest that I have been calling, emailing, texting for about two years now, I want to give y'all some church announcements. So don't forget, have the candles. Where are they? Right here. Candles, candles. St-Angelus.com slash candles. So if you want to read my thoughts a little bit, you can also just click home and there's the blog post on st-angelus.com. Um, I also have a brand ambassador gig with Sly Jules, St. Angeles at checkout. Ugh, if I could talk at checkout to get 30% off your purchase. And they got cute stuff. Get, some, get your girlfriend some stuff. Get your homegirl some stuff. It's birthdays coming up. And also, when you when you guys buy things and we have codes, that helps us as well. So just remember that. And if you cannot purchase anything, be sure to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. It helps us reach more people, more engagement, and it's free. And it takes one second. So without further ado, I want to bring in this week's guest. And we're going to kick the shit because I really feel like, one, I probably haven't seen this person in like 12 years in like real, like physical, in the flesh. But we talk so often, it doesn't even feel like that now that I really think about it. And he is a writer. He's a producer. He be rapping. He be DJing. And he's coming to a radio station near you. I don't know. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Vandalism. I appreciate you having me on. But yeah, I have to sit back and think about it. When you said that it's definitely been that long. It's been that long. Yeah, I left. We were on the we were on the grove somewhere, uh, coming from an event or something like that. And yeah, it's probably been that long. It's probably been that long. Yeah, it's it's been a long time. It's so funny because there's certain people that it feels like I've connected with them or like, oh, I see you often. And then right. I realize I'm like, actually, no. No. <laughs> no, it's not at all. It's been a little minute, but it, it, it's, it's been a minute because I don't even think you're in the loo anymore, are you? Nah, it's nah, okay nah, to nah. say. If that's okay to say, I will cut it out. No, nah, you good? You good? You fine? Like you say, I ain't tripping. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm actually in Atlanta now. So, yeah. So. I've never been to Atlanta. Ma'am. What? Why does everybody make that face when I say that? Because first off, you're a black woman. <laughs> One through ten. <laughs> like, you know, say this shit. First off, you're a black woman and you haven't been to the black mecca of the United States of America. Are we serious? No, I haven't. It, it's yeah, no, I, I have not been to Atlanta. Um yeah, no. I think the one time hmm. that we were supposed to go, I was actually on a church trip. Ah. And it got routed somewhere else. Like we had to end up going to perform somewhere else. So we ended up not going to Atlanta. Listen, I'm going to tell you right now, as a grown woman, as a woman that has a lot going on for herself and all that, just come check Atlanta out. Just to okay. be amongst that element, amongst so many just doing wonderful Black people. It's one of the few cities in the United States where you can kind of just catch that. And you also... The best way that I can explain it, you also don't feel yourself wearing your blackness. Okay. You okay. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when you get into spaces like that and you just don't feel yourself, like you know where we come from. Yeah. You're you're aware that you're black everywhere you go. Yeah. And then you get to a city where you don't feel that anymore. Like it's it's like 
80 pounds of weight off of your shoulders and you're like yo i could just be in this cafe just drinking this coffee and i don't have to really you know so look over my shoulder on some caring type shit and stuff like that and it's not to say it's not to say that um that the racism itself does not exist it does not right. say that okay however again you know where the hell we come from <laughs> and the racism is just in your face and then it come to a spot where it's like no, nah, we all black and we all got jobs. And he's like, whoa, okay, well, shit. <laughs> I guess I will put my feet up in this motherfucker and not have to worry about, you know, somebody coming up in here and calling me the N-word. So it's, yeah. uh, it's different. That's so funny. Um, yeah. I, yeah, I, I, Atlanta is definitely on my list. Yes. To visit. Yes. I have family there. One of my best friends lives there. Oh, you're wild. You're wild. You got fam and one of your. That's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. I just, you know, I, I don't know. It's certain things like that. It is not that Atlanta isn't appealing to me. Okay. It's Talk like, but it's like. What you trying to say? No, I just I, I feel you trying to not put your foot in your mouth. But please. <laughs> Figure it out. I just, I can't because I, I have not been there. I will, I will, I will, you know what? I will make a trip there within the next to. year. Uh, and, and that's my word. I'm giving you my word. Listen. And please take me to Magic City. Is that still open? Yeah, they have. And the thing about it is, right? Yeah, they have Magic City is definitely still open. Uh, they got King of Diamonds down here. The funny thing about it is, is that I don't even go to the strip club. I'm just trying to eat the chicken. I'm, I'm with you. Listen, we'll go and get some chicken outside. Okay. Listen, they treat the they treat the strip club down here like the regular club. It's a it's a very wild thing to just look at. Like people are really in here dancing and kicking it amongst all this naked ass. And this is like, all right, like <laughs> I'm not. That's I'm hilarious. Because you, you know, our uh, our strip clubs on on the east side is like for the horniest of the horny, like. You in there, <laughs> you in there to be debaucherous. Like there's nothing, no other reason for you to be up in that place. So yeah, it's <laughs> kind of weird to see to like people are literally like, no, I don't want to go there. I want to go to this strip club to kick it. It's like, oh, okay. No, for real. Like I, <laughs> I would go to the pink slip. Yeah. And because the chicken, but because you know that chicken. Listen, I'm about to say something to you. I do not eat strip club food at all. Never had the chicken from Eastside, from from Eastside, uh, any of the any of the strip clubs. Never had it. Never. Listen, look at me the way you want to look at me all you want. First off, the pink slip looked like a fucking prison on the inside. So let's start. That's why you go and eat, and then you leave, and then you go Yo, to bottoms up. That was uh, like that. That motherfucker had cement walls and mirrors, and that was it. That was the most depressing. Strip club. The lights were bright, like the light. It's I was like, it's just, it was very uncomfortable. It was like, is this legal? That's what I looked at when I walked in. Like, is this a legal operation, a legal business that I'm in right now? And then you got that. You had what? Bottoms up right next to it, and in the middle of all of this shit is a church. Yeah. It doesn't get no better than that. Everybody um, going to hell. You from sinning to being out. saved. You. <laughs> You literally coming out the strip club at six, seven in the morning, and people are going about to go into service. Listen, I mm -mm. no, I would say this just because I've seen so many disgusting things happen in these strip clubs. I didn't feel comfortable eating chicken in that same space. 
like i don't know if you've washed your hands sir before you put my before you drop my chicken in that oil i don't know so i just mm, <sighs> I, I it wasn't for me i think listen when you hungry you hungry but it just it wasn't for me <laughs> it's okay i felt like the the heat the grease it killed whatever. you feel like it did the, the disinfectant respect yeah. i like the logic Kills whatever that and i mean again pink slip really wasn't busy like that no shade to if you if you work there and you're listening and watching but then you go to bottoms up so i would go eat you will eat you go eat the chicken at the pink slip and then go hit the bottom yeah and and you want to know what i vividly remember outside the chicken Mm -hmm. it was a girl that had a tattoo and and i don't know who it was supposed to be but I know what it looked like. And it like it looked like the screen mask mixed with smoke from the PJs. Wait, I don't know if you remember the PJs. Was, I remember smoke from the PJs, but where was this tattoo located on her body? It was like on her back. Mm. So like, mm. this, this tattoo sounds familiar to you. I, no, I'm not going to say that. I'm not, I wasn't a frequenter like that. Like, we ain't going to make me be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I, oh, yeah, it was so her, I don't think it was on her thigh. I believe <laughs> it was on her back. It was either on her back or on her arm. But I vividly just remember that terrible tattoo. Listen, Pink Slip just, I have I have horrid memories of that place. Like, I have one story that's just, it's, it's pretty bad. Like, it was my first experience in a strip club ever. Uh, it was at the Pink Slip. I went in first off where I fucked up at is that I didn't come with cash. My boy had, had, had took me. I didn't have cash on me. So you had to get cash out there. ATM. Yep. No, and that ATM surcharge was like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> so, so I was taking a hundred out. It took me $150 just to get a hundred dollars. So cool. Got the hundred. All right. So they sit like again told you cement walls and mirrors that's all yes. it is and a look kind of like a little say should probably goes like right up to your knee and some of them got poles some of them don't you know what i'm talking about yeah uh the area where you get the food looks like a prison cafeteria am i lying like it looks and it, it just looks like despair in there however ass and titties right so it's like something that you know what i'm saying smile about ass anyway. and titties, right <laughs> so it's like it, it's, a, it's a balance out so i I sit down, my boy, like, all right, sit down right here. So we sit down at one of these last, you know, stages or whatever, and I'm just waiting. So this chick come out. And, you know, she cute, whatever. Like, it wasn't all that. You know, she dancing. And, I mean, it's literally just me and my dude right there. She going crazy and shit like that. And so she pulls out one of those jumbo blow pops. I said, hey, what you about to do with that? Maybe she's hungry. Cool. Hey, I ain't tripping. It's all good. Unwraps it. I said, all right, cool. That's what's up. And she said, I'm not bullshitting. She was like, give me your hand. I said, what? She said, give me your hand. And took my my hand, right? And like handed me the blow pop. I said, okay, cool. Toots over and just with her own hand like this with my fucking arm. And I'm just like, no, no. And she looks, she looks behind me, like behind us and she said, what you making that face for? And I was like, what is this voice? Is that how she's... That's how she sounded. And I was like, oh my God, get me the fuck out of here right now. 
Get me out of here right now. I don't ever need to go to see a stripper ever again in my life. Scarred me. And then, like, the next time I went to the bottoms up, and it was cool. And you know the east side, like, you, it's pretty much like lawless town with, like, the strippers. Like, you can yeah, yeah. do whatever the hell you want to them. It's very weird to see yeah. what you see. Lady on there twerking, and this dude has, like, a stack of ones. And he's balling them up tight, like, tight, 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 tight. Like, you've, you've probably done this before. It feels like them to like a rock. He's balling these ones up. And he's as hard as he can. Like he's, and he's just repeatedly doing like this is his thing. He did he's this slow. Shit, like he did this shit for like two, three songs straight. And I was like, yo, I'm never going to a strip club again in my life. Those two moments scarred me. So I've always said I enjoy strippers. Yes, naked women, fantastic. Strip clubs, count me out. That's why I came to Atlanta. I ain't been a one. I'm cool. I don't need to. Huh. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Um, strip clubs, LA ass. I uh, because heard. Um, there's a law where if if they serve alcohol, they can't get naked. And then, and if they don't sell it, they can. So it's just like a titty bar. Like they still got to keep like their bottoms on or something. I believe. So it it it's well, just. Are there juice bars that have strippers there? Yeah. That's impressive. I've been I've been to one. It was one in the valley that I went to, and I just was like, "This is." And when people talk about going, I'm like, "Hmm." Like they would do like Ace of Diamonds, like in West Hollywood or whatever, and uh-huh. they serve alcohol. But it just was. I'm like, ain't no chicken, ain't like it's, it's not giving what it's supposed to give. But that's the thing, though, right? Like. It's hard to like kind of expect that out of LA. Like, I hate to say this, like sorry to your viewers. You know what I'm saying? The ones that are on the West Coast love y'all to death. Love LA to death. The food there sucks. So, I, I think that's a known thing, though. I, I think but no. If you say that to LA people, they act like you just spit in their face, and it's like no, you don't understand. Like you're used to it because you're just here. The food here is terrible. Crop across the board is horrible and don't yeah. say mexican to me don't say it i don't want to hear it because that's on the first thing they come out their mouth what you ain't never had our Mexican, bro i don't even want y'all claiming that even though la was was once mexico or something like that i don't feel like that's y'all's you know what i'm saying we're gonna let the mexican homies keep that that's theirs let, let them have a thing yeah no la is all about ambiance uh yes. instagrammable moments absolutely because I'm, I cook. I've had soul food from restaurants out here, uh, where I'm like, ugh. And when you do find restaurants, like my favorite favorite restaurant is, it's a Japanese. Actually, it's a Japanese barbecue spot called Gyukaku. I think they might have one in Atlanta. I know. I I've heard of that spot though. I know what you're talking about. And, I've heard and of that. so it's similar to the Korean barbecue. You cook it on like uh like on the little grill and stuff. Mm-hmm. But the way they marinate their meat is just hella fire. And they got these garlic, these chicken garlic noodles that's just fire, right? That's the one too. And okay. then um, there is a fried chicken spot, but it's I think they own by Asians. They call it Louisiana fried chicken. That's good. I've heard. Listen, I've heard the stories about Louisiana. I'm gonna tell you right now. I, like. How many locations of Louisiana is there? Um, I know the only one that's in the hood that they say do not go to, so I never went. 
Where, uh, when you was in the hood, what, what was the, do you know if he was like, the hood can mean anything out here. They got palm trees. I know. Listen, the hoods are absolutely gorgeous in Los Angeles. And I'm not saying that like, oh yeah, them niggas is weak. No, 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 no. It's the, it's it's real. It's just what we used to see. Palm trees be fooling people. Them niggas be fooling people. And they be like, oh, it's gorgeous out here. This y'all hood. Then your ass get shot. And it's like, nigga, quit playing. Like, then. (laughs) Like, we. You amongst the ones, like don't let the freshly manicured laws fool you. Like you amongst yeah. the ones out here. So you know, with us in our hood, like no, nah, that shit is dilapidated. Like you know, yeah. you're not where you're supposed to be. <laughs> you you know, you ain't got no business over here. It is it's no mistaking it. I yep. would say this: the most confusing shit though, Atlanta. Listen, it's like one street might be the hood. And the next street might be like a mansion. It's confusing as shit. Like I've yeah. never been in a spot that has so many beautiful multi-million dollar homes, possibly a block away from absolute squalor. Like I've never. I mean, that's the west side of St. Louis, though. I, yes. It's the west side. Yes. <laughs> you know what? You're right. But it's, it's just still, it's like we still have certain spots where it's like yeah bro yeah you ain't got no business to be over there like don't do that like, yeah because i mean think about think about cavity yeah i well, see cavity has yeah. a, one a part of cavity is like gated but not gated yep. Yep. all up in there through uh etzel place right no you're no you're absolutely right you're absolutely right on that but i was about to say like kind of going off of your your conversation about the la food there is one place in Los Angeles, that is, whew, it, it is everything to me. And I like, I cannot wait to get back out there to go again. A spot called Little Fatty. I don't know if you've ever heard of it before. What is it called? Little Fatty. Little Fatty. Little Fatty. Yes. It's a, it's a Chinese spot and it's connected to this dope ass bar. I took myself out there one day. I forgot I was watching something on YouTube. They were showing all the food there. And I was like, I'm going. And I went, I had one of the best meals in my entire life like that i've ever experienced just ever little fatty check them out i'm looking wow i've never heard anybody say this and it's yeah and next to accomplice bar listen accomplice boy they make some dope ass drinks where the hell is grandview boulevard i've never even heard of that I'm telling you right now check if you want like a little dope ass little day night something little sexy real quick and the food and drinks are going to be fire Little Fatty's going to set you off, I promise. And I'm telling you, because I hate L.A. food, but they got it right. They are incredible. I'm putting Mar- everything. Okay. Marvista area. Okay. Listen. Okay. Okay. Tr- just trust me on oh, that. You were near, like, Culver City area when you went to this. This, this like, you must have stayed over here. No. Nah, That's was the only thing I can think of how you would get over there. Listen, I, no, no, no. Actually, I'm lying. I'm lying. The last time that I was there, I definitely was. Uh, I was staying in a hotel that was in Studio City. So yeah, I that's where I was at. I was in a hotel uh, around that area, not far from okay. like the, the Universal and all of this. That is, I, like I was big toy shorting. Forty four minutes to get there, but it is worth it. I promise. I'm not gonna tell you. Yeah, nothing. this is headed toward like Culver City, Marina Del Rey area. Yeah, Listen, 
you were far from where you were staying at in your hotel. And That's listen, I and I and I, I, I forgot what you just YouTube them. Okay, they fool. You'll make that trip. I promise. All right, all right, all right. I tell you nothing wild, because I, I'm saying, listen, I could talk about how bad LA food is all day, in and out. Like, what are we doing? Come on. Wow. Oh, I hate that. I hate I hate in and out. I don't think I don't understand the hype. Um, to me, the part of having a great burger is having great French fries, and they don't have great French fries. Yeah, got things to do. Mediocre, mediocre as fuck. I don't like Thousand Island dressing, and I don't want it on my burger. It's a burger joint right down the street from me called Patras. Mm. Fire Charboro Burgers, fire French fries, and the ranch. <laughs> see that's the thing is like so I, rich. I i always i don't like going to places that i can go to at home when yeah. i go you know what i'm saying when i go out of town so you know you hear people in and out in and out in and out all day and i went and i'm just gonna get the burger just as is in the fries i just want to taste them in their you know what i'm saying yep. in their element in this natural state mid and the first thing all my homies is when I'm telling them, like, bro, why did y'all hype this shit up? This is trash. Bro, did you get an animal style? Dog, if I got to do all this stuff to make this delicious, it's not delicious. Just serve it to me like that. Let that be your thing. Serve it to me like that. Then maybe I'll rock with you. But you just give me this, this mid-ass burger, like... Bro, y'all got to get out my face right now. This is trash. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the fact, like, I, I know that it, it it's just like, yo, like, I could make a better burger at home. That's the thing. I want to do something. You just said it. I want to be able to experience something that I know that I just, I can't immediately do right now. I don't right. think nothing I know that um, I can make a better version of. If I yep. can control that. If I can control that. So no, nah, but I mean, with that said, I love LA. <laughs> no, it, no, it, it's real. Like you have places that you li- like literally hold near and dear to your heart because yeah. it's it's like it's certain things like it, like there are certain things that I know I can't do. Like I know I'm not making a butter cake, so I'm taking my ass to Mastro's or Ocean Prime to get it. Look, see, look, talk that shit. I'm so going to Ocean Prime to get this cake. Like, Dude. I know, and Ocean Prime has, an, like, amazing, like, French onion soup. I think L.A. does drinks very well and experience. Oh, no, no question. You're and question. But other than that, it's like, mm, I could have made this at home. Listen, or you, I can make it better. Or I'm the person that's like, hey, oh, I like chicken marsala. Let mm-hmm. me figure out how I can make this on my own. Mm-hmm. I'm that person. And, and I will do it, and I will kill that shit. And that and that's how it should be. I don't I don't understand grown ass men or women that be like I can't cook. Like, gee, I mean, you can't read or comprehend. Right. Like the actual concept of cooking is just too much free information out here for you to be trash or not know how to do that simple thing. YouTube yeah. University will make you the illest chef in the world if you're serious about watching two or three 10 minute videos like and and that's really all it takes just doing that and then being like i'm about to go do this shit but people just don't want to do that now i will say all of that to say i can't bake worth the damn (laughs) baking is just i've tried it i don't my timing is off is ass i come up with these hard ass cakes it's just not for me 
I, I, I laid. Are you forgetting that you have cakes in the oven? Very possible. Very possible. There's a timer on the. There's a timer on your phone, and then there's a timer on the oven, sir. Listen, I hear you. It just ain't really worked out for me. I feel like at one another point in time in my life, I'll give it another try. But as of right now, I just spend the money on whoever knows how to bake. Cooking some shit, I'd cook damn near anything. Like I'm I'm good. But bacon, God just didn't bless me with the, the foresight of timing and all of that shit on us. It's it's just Okay. All right. Well, with that being said, uh we're gonna uh bake our way on into one of our topics for the the evening yeah um the other day mm -hmm. we were online and we were you were posting about how you just needed to get out yeah and needing that human interaction you know we're coming we're not coming off we're still in the in the midst of a global pandemic still uh monkeypox polio and whatever the hell else is out there, there was some other like I don't even know at this point. Every day is something new. Yeah. <laughs> and you were, you know, pretty honest and transparent about kind of struggling a little bit with your mental state. Yes. And yes. so I would like to kind of I don't think I've ever really talked about that here. And so okay. I felt like this would be a great Thing for us to talk about you know um especially when it comes to black people mm -hmm. black people mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. our mental health state and how we disregard things we try to just you know sweep it under the rug and i would like to talk about uh how you were feeling and how are you feeling today and you know things that you do to help pull you out of that those spaces Word. Uh, well, yeah, as far as today, like I'm actually in a phenomenal mood, you know, so I, I appreciate you asking that, number one. Uh, but yeah, uh, just me as far as my mental state, me as far as, you know, mental health is something that I take, you know, very serious. It's a situation where, like I said, I'm, I'm an only child, so I'm an internalizer okay. at all times. Yeah. I look inside first for the answer solution before I go outward toward yeah. anything, which in one instance, that's great. In the other instance, you know, that kind of hurts me having certain relationships with people because I okay. don't necessarily look to people to help mm -hmm. uh, or, or any of those things. And I'll definitely be like dead ass suffering in silence, just hoping that at some point somebody, you know, kind of kind of looks and finds out like that. Oh, something's going wrong. Like, let's see what's going on with Van. And instead of me just being able to openly vocalize, hey, I need help, like shit ain't right right now. Um, and I, it's something I've been working on, you know, still kind of like like growing with that, but working on it in one of the worst times to possibly be working on that. Uh, the reason why I say that is because one of the worst byproducts I think of this entire pandemic has been the insane level of selfishness amongst people mm. um, because all you hear all you see on these promotional you know videos and these little quips from these interviews and podcasts and shit is all they're telling people is you know focus on you get yourself together and mm -hmm. take time off of you cut these people off and get yourself together and grind and 
they're not telling them what happens on the other side when you're doing that yes you mm -hmm. might have progressed and pushed on and did wonderful things by honing in that 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 energy for yourself and fantastic but what does that do for your friendships what does that do for your family what does that do for you know your actual relationship that you're in yeah they suffer you know um and people at this point right now like i said beyond the pandemic the fucking economy in general is just trash. yeah this is the time where we do need each other mm -hmm. but everybody's focused on themselves you feel what i'm saying yeah yeah so yeah you can't get help or even ask for help because even if they hear you and like yeah no we got to get that together we got to get you on point and niggas will like forget and they're not necessarily forgetting but they're doing what they've been told to do for the past two years is focus yeah. on yourself and so nobody's looking to be the balance nobody's realizing like yo we can all pull these things or our resources together in order to make things greater for the entire you know what i'm saying group uh or damn let me just check on my homie or my home girl and see how it is that they've been doing like these things don't exist and they're cool with allowing other people to carry the weight of their relationships and keep those things tethered together instead of them which allows them to be more selfish down the line not yeah. really realizing that they're fucking things up so yeah yeah it's a weird survival tactic yeah. and i think i think that i'm in the state of yeah i'm you know like where we from we just really have a, a hustle slash survival you know mentality which a lot of black people do right uh, we're not taught really how to have interpersonal relationships with people right um out the gate but i think where i'm at is is that i'm tired of surviving i would i just want to live listen and listen. <laughs> you, i don't want to cut you off but you you said <laughs> yeah it, it, it's just really the reality of it and you know yeah it's like you're trying to figure out different ways to like get it or whatever but our bodies deserve rest and peace and and i was explaining that like to my guy the other i was like i don't know how you don't sleep i slept when i don't sleep i am very lethargic i am tripping i'm right. tripping i haven't slept I, apparently I haven't been sleeping well for some years now and I didn't know that until recently <laughs> I got an inhaler that's a steroid and I was breathing better at night it's like oh <laughs> I was like oh shit I'm all is cool this is this is this refreshing <laughs> like oh I thought everybody was just raking up groggy no so this I is rest what <laughs> and so <laughs> <laughs> now even just experiencing that and if i'm not waking up feeling like that i'm like okay i didn't sleep well my day is like a little off right i had a tension headache for like a day now and i'm like okay what is it right like what's bothering me that i don't know that's bo what's bothering me and mm -hmm. i've been drinking water right I vitamins i was like somebody said why is it still here i was like okay so what is it Mm -hmm. I don't know what it is. That's and this the thing, right? So there's ways to find out what that is, but the amount of money it takes 
in order for you to get to the bottom of that uh, or like certain things that aren't completely covered by your insurance is so ridiculous yeah. that it's you and so many people that are just dealing with things that are just eternal. Your body is telling you something is flat out wrong. Yeah, yeah. And what it would take would be possibly somebody adjusting your, you know what I'm saying, your nutrition. You know what I'm saying? Or something yeah. of that nature. But that takes time. That takes yeah. money as well. Who just has access to something like that, that truth be told, would improve your life immensely. So yeah. you just deal with it. You know what I'm saying? So you just deal with it. Like we were talking about the other day, like when I said, like, I kind of like had it out. Like, yo, like the, the, those past couple of days, like I was literally like jittery. Like I felt myself like getting sick. Like I was having a flu or something of that nature. And I had not been outside like or, or been like anywhere like in like a week or two. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like, oh, yeah, oh, it's COVID or something like that. Like, I ain't been around nobody. Um, and like I said, when I had it out, I felt like a whole new person. Like I fucking cried, just just screamed, yo. And when I got that shit out, I was like, oh damn, I needed to do that. Yeah. I was like, shit, I want to go build a house right now. I felt just recharged and renewed. Yeah. Like, and maybe it was just the stress of everything that's just been happening in life around me. Yeah. Uh, two people that that that's close to me to myself. And I was just carrying the weight of all of that and I needed to get it out. And I'm not one of those people, like I'm not, I'm not against crying. I think, I think everybody should do it. For me, it's a healing thing when I do it. Yeah. It's just difficult as hell for me to do. Like, it's like the last thing that happens. And I'll literally say like, I need to cry. I can't. It just doesn't. I just man, cause we gangster. We too gangster. <laughs> I was like, hey, don't tell nobody I cried. <laughs> it'll be like, it'll and it'll be me. Like the other other day, I was talking to. Uh, I was on live with Farron, and we were talking about like a recap. We do a recap of uh, more to the story right. uh, Wednesday. And it was me, her, and our homegirl, Nikki, that was their guest. And we were just talking. And whatever it was, we were like, I was like saying like why certain like friendships are very important. And just just trying to even articulate. And I could feel myself getting emotional. And I was like, right. oh, shit, y'all finna make me cry. And I said, hold on, I'm about to get my cycle. Uh, anyway, <laughs> and, you know, you're just taking a deep breath. And I, it, but it's, it's really, it's tricky. Mm-hmm sometimes to navigate your feelings and your emotions and what's happening. Right. And, you know, I, and it's something that I've been working on and really, I feel like I've always had my voice, but feelings is just like, ah, ow, right. <laughs> a little strange for me because right. it's like, what if the person on the receiving end doesn't receive it? Or what if they receive it the incorrect way? So now I'm in my head about it. And I was like, right. I'm going to just be quiet, you know? Right. And so um, I I just think that, I, I don't know, like like I was telling you the other day, like I was, I knew I needed to cry. Mm-hmm. I was having like a bad day and left work early because the, the girl at work was going to get the West Side real quick. <laughs> and my boss had already had to run over to my office one day about my <laughs> email response. Uh-huh. So I was like, okay. So I have been having this ongoing issue and I just was like, all right, um, I really just didn't want to work that day. And I was right. like, perfect, yes. 
ending my work day, not coming to work tomorrow. And that was it. So perfect. But I was trying to like, I think I'm just in that space of like, I want to like my talents to be paying me. Like right. I see it happen for my friends and it's not like a jealous, envious thing. I'm like, right. okay, I see it happening for them. I know this can happen for me. I just got to go a little harder. Right. I got to push myself a little harder, but right. I'm tired of clocking in for these white folks. They're right. getting on my nerves and, <laughs> and they just don't get it. And that's right. what I was feeling. So I just, I was like, I want to quit my job. And then right. I looked at my savings. I was like, yeah, you can't really do that yet. <laughs> But then I'm like, I have this partner where it's like, okay, if I want to do something, I should be able, because you're making enough. Right. But then I was like, that's not fair. Continue. Go ahead. It's not fair. Go but I, And then so I tried to like pitch it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but knowing in the, what couldn't really, and so he, and he was like, what's going on? Right. Then I could not explain or art- articulate what I was feeling. Right. And I felt so helpless in that moment. Right. And I just was like, okay, this is a person that I know that I love that I trust, but right. why am I having a hard time like communicating? And we're big on that. Like what, what, what is it that I feel? And then I just cried. He was like, well, why are you crying? I was like, I don't know. And then right. I just was crying. And then he was like, okay, so just, just quit your job. Like I got it. And I was like, no, nah, I'm gonna go to work Monday after I cry. <laughs> Yo, this is look, this is what I want to say to that. Okay. Um, because I'm a I'm a big component of the why. Uh certain actions that we look at from within ourselves, from within like people we know, uh, even just randoms we don't. Like they'll just be fucked up actions, right? Like, oh man, this person just yelled at me randomly, right? And it's like, okay, yeah, that is fucked up, but it's yeah. like why is it fucked up though yeah like where did you learn that that type of activity is how it is that you Mm -hmm. conduct yourself with other people Mm -hmm. and once you figure out the why you can then come to the solution but just telling someone to stop something and this is like the dad me coming into into play but just telling someone to stop something uh doesn't necessarily fix that you know what i'm saying the action itself so you go into a space where you're talking about right now i'm gangster i don't cry i I don't know how to like really express my emotions we did not have to have a conversation about upbringing we have to have a conversation about experiences amongst friends school as children like yeah yeah where at what point were you open and were expressing yourself and it got shut down to where you felt like that this is how you now have to conduct yourself in the world because nobody cares about your emotions so don't express them and then after a while it just becomes you you dig what i'm saying and yeah yeah and then you become 30 plus and you're like actually that's not okay but i gotta now break 30 years of a habit yeah but i can't remember when this started for me then, yeah, God forbid something happens, it triggers you and it reminds you, God damn, it happened then. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I'm not, you know what? Honestly, um, like, you know, all the jokes aside, I feel like as I am 
somewhat of an um, not emotional, but like, cause that looks, you know, it gets a bad rap, but I feel like I, I can't express, but it was just something weird at that moment. It just wouldn't let you do it. It was like weird because it's funny because not too much longer after that, or it was something. And I was saying, it was something that I felt like I was like missing. And I was trying to just have like an honest conversation. Right. And he kind of came at it from an emotional you know standpoint and i was like hey like no that's not what i'm saying to you right and i'm like but also i said i want you to be comfortable to say hey i've had a rough day i can't process that right now right instead of like coming back with uh, with like that and then I said, and so even so the next day when we you know hung out and talked i was like he's like oh you know sometimes you see us i said no 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 let's stay here all right. I said, what I said to you, I said, I'm going to say it to you again today. Now remove the emotion and let's add logic to it. Right. Was it that bad? Was it bad at all? And he was like, oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's never, it's never as, as somebody that is your partner, it's never my intention to to make you feel small, less than anything like that, or talk at you, be combative or anything. I'm supposed to be your right. partner. Right. And we're supposed to have each other's back. So, but mm -hmm. if I see you slacking somewhere, I'm going to call you out on it. Yeah. And if you see that happening for me, like you should call me out on that. Vice versa. Absolutely. Absolutely. What you, that's how it's supposed to be. And it's like, you're using the biggest word here is part, right? Mm -hmm. And so I feel like a lot of times people in relationships and it's kind of like full circle going back to what I was initially just talking about, just kind of just this do for self nature of everything right now. Um, people are going into relationships on the defense. Mm -hmm. What can I get out of this person yep. without giving the least? Yep. You know, and, you know, if I get a least and this person on that bullshit, I ain't give them too much. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. so we cool. Or you gotta prove to me that you can be open. You know what I'm saying? You yeah, gotta prove to me yeah. That you and so, a lot of times when it comes to real conversations that you have to have with your partner, they're gonna be super defensive. They're gonna be super combative. Uh, they might even immediately like be on some like type of like fight or flight type shit and just like run off or like you know those type of that type of shit happens because that's what they're used to and not realizing like yo, if we're in a true partnership. I love you. You love me. I'm never going to allow you to be at your worst. Yeah. When I know you can be better. Like when I know, like I, you know, it's one thing if like shit's going on, but it's like no, if you're just literally just slacking off, not handling business, yeah. because you're not handling business, and I don't talk with you about that, I don't love you. Yeah. I don't. That, and that's real. We don't hold each other down. So getting back to what you just said about having the issues with your job and all of that and then you know you were you were talking with your partner and they were like just yo just quit your job and you're like no nah, i'm going there monday if it is a partnership and my g literally said and he saw the issue there he saw the issue there and he came with a solution that's gonna <laughs> allow you to focus on what you need to focus on and you're calling him your partner and that is your actual partner let them do it because the reality of it is, is that if the shoe was on the other foot, would you do it for them? Yes, I would. There's nothing else to talk about. 
your answer is right there. They just let you know how much of a partner that they are. Yeah. So in game, you because you're so used to being in survival, you're so used to yeah. being in hustle, you're so used to I gotta get up and just get this shit on. If you got somebody there that truly loves you like that and they want to see you be great and they have the resources to allow you to do that on your own in all places, Los Angeles, do it. We yeah. know entirely too many people that's out there getting it. We know entirely too many people that's out there being successful that we can hit on the phone right now that got awards that just was on award shows and we see this shit all day. Yeah. And so off rip, you like, hell yeah, I can get this shit. That's why I'm out here. I know I can. The connects are there. I just really got to be focused on this and I can't do it because I'm doing this damn job that I already don't want to do. Yeah. And you yeah. got your partner that's telling you, gee, I got you. Yeah. Quit that damn job. Handle <laughs> business. Straight yeah. Down. No, it's 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 about honestly to me. It's yeah. about um, it's time management. Work. And it's like really like especially like on those days where I work from home, where it's kind of like lighter. And I was working on some stuff earlier, but then I was like, "Fuck this fucking headache. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a nap." But you know, that's really what it gets back down to. And I feel like at one point my time management skills was like crazy. Mm -hmm. And so now it's just like getting back. And since I have the goal, you know, in my and been like writing down my goals and all that stuff and breaking them down into quarters, it's like, okay, how can I achieve this while still, you know, doing XYZ? Because like I know I know me, and it's not like okay, I would yeah, come to him like okay, rent, rent bills, stuff like that. Right. I like to shop and I'm willing to make the sacrifices, but it's just like how I went and bought all them clothes at Target the other day and for it to create content that I didn't get paid for. You know what I mean? Right. So it's right. like, it's, it's, it's about, it's the give and take. So I was just like, oh, I'll keep this job. But, but what I am doing mm -hmm. is kind of like the quiet quitting, which is just like, I'm doing, the requirement no this is a real thing because i was like i'm only gonna do like okay what is asking me i'm not going above and beyond anymore i'm just right. gonna do, do my expectations i'm right. gonna keep my department rolling and that's it and so i was like oh that's really a thing and it's like it's called quiet quit and i was like oh shit, that's me that's so, that term is such bullshit though <laughs> it is it absolutely is and it's like this weird ass propaganda that these business owners and hr people have created in order to shame people into uh into doing more for their job without getting you know what i'm saying uh the, the the pay for the additions and that's where the bullshit comes in that because that. They don't ask me i literally I mean, yeah, but, but the thing is is this right that company hired you for a particular job. Do you do the job? Yeah. Anything extra is French for them. You pour, you purpose, you don't benefit from that shit at all. And the thing is, is that in our age range, and I'll break, we've been lied to. We have been completely lied to. You looking at it, you have been lied to. That whole, you work hard, they'll notice it. You'll climb up the ladder, you'll get more money, and that's how it is that you survive in America. Bullshit. Absolute bullshit. That person, if you do not own that business, you are currently right now giving way more of yourself for less for another person to drink. Mm -hmm. And that is the honest to God truth. 
That's not to say that we don't need people to work those particular jobs because the reality of it is, is that if we don't have them, we don't have anything. So people who are just cool with, I'm a clock in here, I'm gonna do this work, I'm a clock out, and I'm cool with this till I die. I commend you all, yep. 110%. Yep. But if that's not you, understand that they're gonna ride you until you die. Yeah. And they don't give a shit about you dying. You know, yeah. it's funny, I, um. I don't know how old my boss is, but he already said that he's lived past his life expectancy for like the men in his family. So I don't know what that means. I was like, okay, whatever age bracket that is. But the way that they, um, I feel like they take advantage of him. Like I think, I I think he is smart. Yeah. And and that's not, oh, he's my boss. No, 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 no. I I genuinely legitimately know that when he's not in office shit falls apart and right. i always tell him i say hey can you please let me know when you're taking days off or so i can take days off so i don't have to deal with the bullshit facts like that because i get the overflow of the of the bullshit right, right. So I said, well listen in two years because you're talking about quitting and i'm on a yacht and i'll be in monaco you know or san tropez i said give me a call when you go to retire, right? Because mm-hmm. they're going to do this to you. I said, my assistant will put you through to me. I will take the call and you will tell me that they offered you like a multi, like a multi-million dollar deal to stay with the company, to stay longer. Mm-hmm. Because we've already had the conversation that you're talking about wanting to, like you're, you want, you really want to lead today. Right. But you don't want to leave them hanging. I'm just saying, just let me know. Cause I'm gonna be on my yacht. <laughs> but how do you handle then, like, when you have those moments, those episodes where you feel heavy, you want to cry, but you can't cry? What are things that you do? My my biggest thing is this, right? Um, uh, working out definitely is a is, yeah. is a one, you know, and. Not for vanity reasons, but I mean, I'm I'm grateful. You know what I'm saying? I feel like this is the best I've looked ever in life. <laughs> but okay. it's honestly, I love it. Take it. <laughs> but no, but just like honestly, just the 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 the, the release of it. You know what I'm saying? It does mm-hmm. help me deal. I will say that a lot of my frustrations and things come out because I didn't necessarily understand truly what was wrong with me this is kind of one of the first times that i've like openly like spoken about this but um one day i was on twitter and you know how i go people put up like random posts or random videos this that, and the third somebody will post up this video about this woman finding out that she has adult hd uh adhd okay and so she's just going through her symptoms boom this that, and the third i think i had every last one of them and i said hold on <laughs> i said do I have ADHD? <laughs> I was like, so uh, I need to figure this out because if this is the case, this is something that has hindered so much in my life. Just mm-hmm. I've lived almost 40 years with these things and these actions, not realizing that that these have harmed me. Okay. So um, I went to a psychiatrist, ran through like, you know, we talked for like two hours or some shit. Asking questions, this, that, and the third. And bro rifles off a list of just things that are wrong. And I'm just like, 
yo. <laughs> like when I looked at it, I'm like, yo, I am fucked up. But the thing about it is, is that when you find that out, you can then get to the root of it and then you yeah. can get to the solution. You feel right. me? Right. And so many people are just walking around right now, not knowing why they're late to shit all the time. Uh, not knowing why it is that they get overly emotional when they look at particular things. Mm -hmm. uh, don't know why they feel so down uh, on these particular days. And they just chalk it up to life. And the reality of it is, like I said, going back to like them day jobs, they don't give a fuck about none of that. You're suffering. They want you to clock in, do this work, clock your goofy ass out, come back here tomorrow morning and do the exact same thing. And you know, and that and that's all they want and expect of you. They don't care about how you feel mentally. They don't care about how you feel eternally, yeah. eternally, all of that. You have to be your own advocate. And you also have to not be so afraid of the answer. So yeah. many people are terrified of, damn, I got this. Or damn, this is happening. Damn, I might got to take a medicine in order to make me better about this. The only person you cheat out of this situation is yourself. yourself yeah. You feel what I'm saying? It don't. It doesn't get better until you do something about it. It doesn't get better until you face it and realize that that's what's wrong. That's what's happening. So I, I'm a big advocate therapy, big advocate psychiatrist. None of this shit means you're, you know, they say like the, the words ableist and I don't want to come off like that. You're not off or anything of that nature. I can tell you right now, damn near everybody has something going on, going wrong with them. Yeah. I don't know what normal is, to be honest with you. And I'm sure some people that'll say they are normal and then you can have a few conversations with them and realize, bro, no, you need to go see somebody. <laughs> and for real, for real. I mean, we, glamorize, we, we, we glamorize people being normal. To me, what like, it, it, it's not, but also, it, I hate to say it, but it's like basic behavior. You know, like common, like, and I don't, and I don't operate at that level. And that's right. no shade right. to anybody that likes it there, but I don't, I, I don't like it there. That's not the frequency that I'm on. And so right. I realized that we have different things. Like, you know, I was explaining that to my mom, you know, like August is just such a, a heavy month, mm -hmm. you know, in general, like, you know, like for me. Uh, and like, you know, fam my family that are like in tune with their bodies or whatever, but there are certain things that have been traumatic events that have happened multiple times in that month, in this month. to yeah. me, back to back to back to back. And my body feels that. Mm -hmm. So August, I know I'm like, oh, shift, shift. How can I stay, you know, like reflect on memories? How can I continue to push forward? How can I not let this impact me? You know, and it's okay to feel what you're feeling. Like our bodies are set up that way. It's muscle memory. Absolutely. And so it's like the same thing, like how I can come to St. Louis and pretty much just get around without a GPS. So right. that's how your body is. So when there are certain things that happen, you're like, what is happening? And then you like, look at the calendar or something. You're like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Okay, this makes sense. Mm -hmm. So it's not necessarily a bad thing, but it's just taking a moment to reflect and, and taking things a day at a time. Facts. So. Facts. And that honestly, and that's the key. Like it, everything that we're saying right now is just kind of coming full circle. Um, because it's basically just kind of going back to just emotions, feeling yeah. and being okay with feeling them. So, like so many people, and I mean we could we could just put it on just in general, just black women in general. Um, 
there's so many emotions and feelings that y'all feel that y'all don't get to just openly express comfortably, you know, yeah. uh, without feeling like that, you know, you possibly could be taken advantage of or uh, mm-hmm. ear weak or any of those, you know what I'm saying? Those, those types of, of things. And the reality of it is, is that we all have to have that space to feel. Yeah. Have to have it. It is the way you figure these things off and you, you grow you be bigger, like emotion is is a large key component of just yeah. living life in general. What you're feeling, feel it, feel it completely through and get past it. That's the biggest one. Get yeah. once you once you feel it, become it, get past it. You can only get past it by feeling it. What they say, the only way out is through. That's the only yeah. running from shit, internalizing it, packing it in, being a builder. That does not benefit anybody because when you lash out, you're gonna you're gonna hurt someone's uh, emotions. You hurt yourself. That's not how you deal with it. And we need to have more open spaces for people to be able to just be emotional and get things yeah. so they can deal. Um, Absolutely. You know. So yeah, that's that that you know you're saying it. You're saying it. Yeah, I think that um, just a lot of I think. I think people have to learn how to unplug. Yes. And, you know, a lot of just, you know, what happened yesterday. And I was so, you know, like living out here, we know how it gets. It's just interesting. And I've never, and I'm not going to blame the location on that. But I also know, you know, that there are certain, I, I've never been a person to do that because they've been telling us like that puts our, our safety at risk. Facts. But um, also it's the simple fact that somebody in that restaurant could have called somebody. Mm-hmm. To me, it sounds like they might've been getting followed for a minute. Right. And so to see that, and, and you know, you heard people talking about it, but then somehow that video came up on my feed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, who? Who who retweeted this? So I'm like trying to say, I'm like, okay, so let me let me block this person. Right. Who who put this on my timeline? Let's get the body. You know, but we become so desensitized. But but the seeing the Emmys last night and all the wins and the wins mm-hmm. for our people, mm-hmm. well, I tell you, it shifted mm-hmm. everything for me. And I was just mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Like I took my nap, but I'm so happy that. I tuned in when I did. Right. And then I got to, I replayed uh, Shirley Ralph's like acceptance right. speech mm-hmm. and really felt it and just cried. That's good. And That's so I was like, okay. <laughs> I kind of got, it wasn't like a, a boohoo cry. It was like tears. Still. In my face, but still. It was but, a relief. But being just proud and just being black and just being able to. And, and and that's what I mean. Like, I'm tired of surviving. I just want to live. Like, our people just deserve to live. Listen, number one, rest in peace to PNB Rock. Uh, what happened yesterday is just deplorable, disgusting. Uh, nothing that I condone in any form or fashion. You're saying right now everybody is in survival mode. So you have instances like that. You know, I've, I've heard of a bunch of, you know, entertainers that come to LA certain times of war time, things of that nature. And, you know, it's just robbing season. And that's not to say that like, it's just there in Los Angeles. Like it's bad as fuck here in Atlanta right now. Like on the same, yeah. 
you know, cats doing home invasions and all of that type of stuff. It's scary. But even them and doing those actions, everybody's in this weird ass survival mode. Everybody's in this weird ass hustle, got to get it by any means type mode. And again, going back to the initial thing, like it's just they're thinking about themselves, not how this affects others. Because mm -hmm. just on the math end, first off, should not have happened. People that rob, steal, all of that type of shit. Instead, of, unless it's coming from like you stealing from like a corporation or something like that, that's bomb activity. That's nothing I can condone. Yeah. Nothing I will condone. Like you're the lowest of the low. Like that shit's whack. You stealing from people who work for whatever it is they got. You're whack. I don't give a fuck who you are. Nothing yeah. about these kids. Yeah. With that said, bro, you killed him. Stole his jewelry. Personalized jewelry. How much money do you think you're gonna get? Now that you have a murder for this, and whatever it is that they're gonna give you, they about to lowball the hell out of you because it's hot. You are the dumbest robber in the world. That's not how it is that you do it, and you just killed this man for. I mean, I'm sure that the chains thousands upon thousands of, for uh, for maybe a couple thousand dollars that you probably about to split between some people. Like you now, you gotta go do it again. Like just the fact that you're like, yo, I'm gonna do this with the possibility of me maybe walking away with a couple of hundred dollars. When you think about it like that, you know what I'm saying? That man's entire life, he was taken away from his kids. He was taken away from his girl for a couple hundred dollars, bro. Yeah. Like you telling me right now, it wasn't nothing else that you could have did that could have got you that exact same for a couple hundred dollars, bro. And you probably are going go to jail because you did it in a public place in broad daylight like don't think for two seconds that nobody's camera caught you like when i sit back and look at it like that when people are that desperate it makes you terrified of leaving the house when you think about right now in st louis they talking about uh, oh they don't have nothing for the kids to do you're talking about these young teenagers and kids and shit walking down the streets uh, of downtown st louis with dracos out in the open Yep. They're not hiding them. They're out in the open walking around amongst everybody else coming from the baseball game and shit. Like, if you have a Draco and you're just walking around, bro, I'm already knowing what you want. Yeah. You're not playing on defense. So why would I come out to a baseball game knowing that chances are I'm walking, I got my kid with me and we going to the car, we might get popped. Yeah. Everybody's on survival mode. Everybody, because a bunch of people just on that stupid shit out here. Yeah. And like you said, you want to live. But right now, I, I got to go out of the house a certain way because I just don't know what dudes is on. And I'm just trying to yep. I'm trying to go to the store and come back. That's all I want to do. Yep. I'm not out here trying to rob nobody. I'm not out here trying to hurt nobody. I'm not trying to live in nobody's life. Bro, I just wanted to go get some damn oatmeal for my smoothies. And you telling me that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And you, and you telling right. me that I'm risking my life for some fucking oatmeal, bro? But like, that's but you know that's when when you go home it is it, it's, it's so different because I tell people I was like I be off grid like I used to you know step out nothing the last yeah. time I, I probably went out out was like years ago you know and I don't I don't be in and out St Louis like that anyway right but it's just I'm like it and I'm no Beyonce okay in my mind but <laughs> it's like people get people get weird. People get really weird, and I just like, all right, well, it's different. It's super different. And the thing about it is, right, like, 
you have cities like Chicago and LA where it's particular politics that you can kind of maneuver around. Mm-hmm. You know, don't go to these certain areas. Don't don't wear these certain logos in Chicago. Don't wear your hat a certain way. You know, certain places you just don't step to. You can maneuver around. You know what I'm saying? Kind yeah. of. St. Louis, however. <laughs> however, <laughs> wherever the fuck you at, it can go down right there. Yes. Randomly. We, I mean, when the, I saw that they were shooting in the Galleria, I was like, okay. The Galleria on <laughs> I'm like, The cops are right there. What are you and then, doing? And then they came in, they did years ago, and this happened, I worked at Saks. Mm. When they came up in Saks and did the snatch and grab, I was at the Beverly Hills location, so that was... I mean, they went through and how they that internal process and how they was blasting that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was an inside job. But hey, what do I know? Right. <laughs> but it was just like, you know, like, like just, you know, so it just, it makes things so different. And where right. we from, you know, we just like, you hear a loud noise. We ducking. We ducking. <laughs> I ain't playing no games. Quarterback, no games. Well, I'm behind something. <laughs> I, I'm like, uh, no, no, we don't play that. And it's just like, people are like, you be paranoid. You know, why are you looking for exits? I said, because you just never fucking know. In St. Louis, you never fucking know. You got to be on your square. And I've had to notice that just even, you know, when I'm in other other cities and shit like that, just like my demeanor. Like, I mean, you know me. I'm a super nice dude. However, if you just seen me walking down the street, you wouldn't think that. But yeah. I'm purposely, like, just on focus. Like, I'm not looking like shit's playing like a game. Right. You just don't, don't know. And saying yeah. it could at any time it could pop off, and you need to just be on your square. How can I exit? Or if it's these dudes that's right here, I right, who am I going at first? Like you know what I'm saying? Like you gotta, yeah, no, you gotta this shit out, and you shouldn't feel like that. That's that again. We're kind of going back to the survival and living type of aspect, even though it is a different form of it. It's what we're dealing with now. When you step out your house. You know, are you prepared to protect yourself to make sure that you're going to make it home safe? Mm-hmm. That the reality of it, because you damn near can't let your kids go to school now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, How, it's sad. You know, as, as your kids get shot, like that's the terrifying reality of life at this moment because these politicians aren't doing shit to fix that. So what are you doing? to assure that you make it back into this house to your family every single day. Because yeah. those niggas don't give a fuck about you. The cops don't give a fuck about you. Your jobs don't give a fuck about you. But, that, but that's that sense of, where well, I feel like we're missing that sense of community. And I always tell people that I say, you know, a lot of us were kind of raised in that space. You know, our right. parents were, you know, raised in that space, depending on where they grew up, you know, right. knowing the person, you know, your neighbors and then all the way down to the person down the street, being able to look out, you know, you might have to work late, but then some person can, you know, pop in and make sure your kids are good. Right. And we have, we lack that sense of community because there's such this divide and conquer aspect in our community. And it's like enough space for all of us. Listen, you just said it, but the thing is, is that it's about the level of selfishness and everyone just wants to get it for themselves yeah they do not like that's a that's a big thing for me just in life like meeting people like when i notice that you really don't care 
or don't have a, a deeper sense of how much space either literal or you know what i'm saying yeah uh, how much space you just take up or take away from others i i have a different like i don't respect you as much yeah don't i don't respect you as much because like case point like some shit like you ride on the train and somebody's coming on the train just talking loud as fuck on their phone ah yeah that's what's up one more it's like bro there's 80 people on this train right now dog yeah. why are you just doing this but that tells me the type of person that you are yep you feel what I'm saying? That tells me the type of person that you are. And I'm not going to rock with you. Like, you're not going to listen to reason. You're not going to listen to read. But that's the average human. They just literally don't give a fuck about the next person. The person yeah. you know. So you can't have that level of community. Because it's going to take it's going to take a bit of sacrifice of them and their comfort in order to make sure the greater good is okay. Yeah. And the average person don't want to just be a little bit uncomfortable. So that's why you're, you're never going to see uh, unity amongst black people. And now I love my people. Love, mm -hmm. love. I believe it's possible, but everybody has to be willing to sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Everybody has to be willing to realize that the work you're doing right now, there's chances are that you won't see the fruits of that. Yeah. And when you tell somebody that, they're way less willing to do anything sacrificial. Yeah. Because they gotta they gotta be on the front line taking the L. So these children, three, four generations from us can have a better life. Mm -hmm. They don't give a shit about that. Right now I'm suffering. You feel what I'm saying? What are we gonna do about right now? And, and that sucks. That absolutely sucks. Whereas back then, you know, like our parents and how they came up and all of that, they had to have that community because they came from that. All they had was black Yeah. All they had was each other, all of us going through it. So right now, how can we band together to make this better for us? Because all of us catching the same hell right now, yeah. the same racist motherfuckers. I don't know how that no. to, to to what we have right now, but it would absolutely take that level of sacrifice and realizing you can't see the you probably won't see the benefit from this work in order for that to be. And yeah. I just don't believe that the majority would be willing to do that without seeing some form of benefit to them at this moment. It's just sad. It's just really sad. And I think about different experiences I've had, like when we when we talk about like the racism and the things that happen. Mm -hmm. I will say a lot of those experiences have been out here. Hmm. I can see that. Um and as recent as a week and a half ago, mm. <laughs> I got called a nigga by a homeless white person. I didn't even know what was happening. I was I was walking out of Target, mm -hmm. but the dog was having puppies. So I'm like trying to rush because I'm trying to take some like a, a bed and like towels there. Right. So I'm I see I hear it, but I'm rushing, mm -hmm. and I hear the person call the black lady that worked there a nigger, and I was like, Nah, she didn't say that. Keep walking. Right. So I'm I'm walking, and I'm hearing somebody saying, Yeah, nigger something, and I'm like, Okay, I'm I'm still out of my business. This right. person behind me, and here's security. <laughs> and I'm like, well, she still must be mad because whatever she was trying to steal or take, like the the, the black woman caught her. Right. So that's all I'm thinking. You just acting out. Right. I'm outside, man. And I said, I heard her say, "Yeah, keep walking, nigger." I said, <laughs> "Stop." I said, "Wait, are you are you talking to me?" And then she just walked off real fast. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I'm like looking at and I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> so I leave and I, I'm only going 10 minutes away. You know, my black ass spent the block on Target. Right. And I was like, so I talked to the black lady. I said, so I was just in here where, where that white girl called you. I think she was a, a, a transient. This is what we call them out here. Right. I think she, I said, she called you a nigga. She's like, yeah, that happens like multiple times throughout the month. She comes in. I said, she keep coming in here. I said, well, homeboy insecurity didn't do his job. Right. Because she followed me out and she called me. She's like, what? I said, go get the store manager. Right. Facts like that. And I said, because if this has been something you have been encountering mm-hmm. for a while, that's mm-hmm. a problem for me. Listen. I ain't heard nothing back. I'm calling corporate. And but that's the thing. And they 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 they're expecting you to not report. They're expecting you to not do anything. That's and I and I really want I really want our people to understand this point. You are still a nigga to them. Yeah. I that it's lady really was, that, easy. that lady was stealing. And you were buying something and leaving out the out the store, and you was a nigga. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like you was the nigga. Like, look, Obama held. Obama was the leader of the free world. Okay, still a nigga, and and, and, and was still a nigga. And people were simulating hanging him every single day for eight years. Yep. And this man was the ruler of of shit. You know, it's 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 really interesting because when I tell when I kind of tell like black men what happened, they're like, "You ain't do nothing," and then and then like my homegirls be like, "What the fuck was you supposed to do?" I was like, "Bitch, I didn't even know the bitch was talking to me until I got outside." But it's also it's like, okay, we can't always be reactive, and you have to look at what can happen. What is okay for every action is reaction. We know that, right? That's science. All that. And so all I could see <laughs> black girl, black angry black woman, attacked homeless woman, mm-hmm. and, and then they gonna say she had mental health issues. Yep. Yep. Like what what was that going to get me? So I was like, no, I'm calling corporate. And if nothing, if I don't get a call back, then we go on to Twitter. I was like, I'll right. keep it cute. And if I don't hear nothing back. This is what's gonna happen. This is the thing, right? We're always expected to be the bigger person in those situations. Every time, every time somebody decides to to let us know how they truly feel about us and our skin tone, we're supposed to just take it on the chin. We're supposed to be dignified about it and turn the other cheek and just keep it moving. Yet there is a large group of people that do not have this ex- experience throughout their life in any form or fashion, and no. those are the main ones that are making the rules in these situations. Mm-hmm. But they'll sit there and they'll tell you, like you know, like on one end, like, oh man, what was you? What, why you didn't do nothing? Like, dude, and go to jail? Because I'm gonna sit here and tell them, like, yeah, she called me a nigga, so I punched her in her mouth. That's that's an assault and battery charge. Yeah. Regardless of whatever it is that old girl said, that's an assault and battery charge. I'm, I'm I'm taking the L on it, and I did it to a homeless person. Oh, nigga, they I look terrible right now. However, they don't understand that this person was verbally berating me, and you know, said calling me out the like, store, like you said. I'm like out the store as you're just walking to your car, and we've 
we're so deep in it, yo, that we've allowed this to happen. Where it's a catch twenty two, damn if you do, damn if you don't. So you, right. you have to be a victim. You have to be docile. You have to shut the fuck up, uh, or your freedom is going to be taken away from you. Yeah, and she calls you a nigga, but I'm gonna arrest you if you do something about it, nigga. So shut your ass now. And that's what you, you know what I'm saying. Like, and and I think about I, I honestly, like it gets bigger because you you think of proximity now. Yeah. How does that? How could that affect my friends that are in certain places? And I have to tell people that I was like, it's certain stuff, and you have to think about because that could mess up the bag for everybody. And is it yeah. fucked up but that's just the culture we live in because council culture only affects black people and this would see even with that though right it goes back to what it is that i was just saying it's like it's the sacrifice mm-hmm. you sacrifice that not only for yourself and your freedom but for future situations for people that you are associated with that you know folks might know oh yeah no nah. oh yeah nah, nah. Cause you mm-hmm. see me on this, and I'm pretty sure you probably about to be on that type of time. Yep. And it's the butterfly effect of it, yep. and you wasn't wrong. Yep. But we've allowed people to have this this type of power over us when we control all of this shit. That's that's my problem. My thing is that there is a solution to all of this, but everybody, everybody that looks like us has to be willing to sacrifice we can't allow people to talk to us like this we can't allow people to treat us like this on these particular jobs and we have to stand firm in that however that means possibly the dream that you have in life it doesn't happen you know what i'm saying uh possibly you know what i'm saying the amount of money that you want you can't get at that particular time however it makes it better for us down the line who's really willing to who's really willing to do that you're you're gonna take that l the average person is gonna take that L and just keep it pushing forward because they're still living in this shit right now. Now and next time I see that bitch, but that I'm just saying, like it's got hey, she didn't make she didn't, I'm not, I might not tase her because I have a taser, but I'm a maser and I'm gonna be like, now with that, yeah, that gel, that, that pepper spray gel, that scope that right now, that left eyeball. <laughs> I'm like, hey, listen, and that's that was, and, and honestly, it's funny how, and and when we explain the power of, you know, words, because words do mean things. Shout right. out to Crystal, right? And but when you give it power, because it was more so comical to me, mm-hmm. because I was like, huh, I'm walking out the store, and right. and you following me out, and you're mad because you don't have money, and I have money. Right. How white is that? (laughs) And that's really all I could think of. I was, as I, as she walked away, all I could do was laugh, and I laughed at it because it was like, bitch. And but I was, but honestly, like I, I was more so upset with Target security as opposed to this homeless person. I don't give a like. It's not that I don't give a fuck that she called me a nigger, but it's like, it's like. Sorry, you're standing by the door. Do your job. Listen, that 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 shit is a fucking costume for bro. He don't get paid enough to make sure people safe. He, he he's getting paid to to look like it's safe in that motherfucker. That's that's it. I'm telling you that right now. They you probably know, that dude to death, and he's like, dude, I'm not. I don't give a fuck about shit going on here. You know, once I had I talked, I did talk to the head of security. Um, mm-hmm. 
and I, it was it's somebody else that I had contacted and I still hadn't heard back. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but her even breaking down like, yo, we just like got rid of other people out the store the other day. That was, you know, berating another funny. customer and blah, 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 blah. So for him to be right by the door and seeing this happen, like that's a problem for me. Oh, absolutely. So absolutely. I was, just, you know, for so for her to even feel like that. And I was just like, and I don't like the fact that, you know, y'all you know the worker told me that this has been happening to her from this same bitch like on multiple occasions so i'm like so i get it but Mm -hmm. it's like when does it come into play that y'all gonna look out for even y'all employees and i'm just like i'm i'm a patron listen they don't give a fuck listen (laughs) that's why why when shit be happening at the source it's like can you no Are oh, you not? <laughs> for what? I'm about to I'm about to sit here and risk my life and my health for like when something's really wrong with me and y'all at this corporation show me that you don't really give a shit about that. That it's been received. I heard. You, oh, you know baby. what I'm saying? Listen, they, it was it was some shit that happened. Like like the so my boss and I had a conversation, and he uh, had referred to me as hypersensitive, and then went on to say sensitive. I said ah. Mm-hmm. I said, so that's not the verbiage that we're going to use. I said, uh, especially when someone is being passive aggressive to me and having microaggressions as well. And this has been an ongoing issue. And I said, I can see if it was just me. But, you know, my black, as I said, um, multiple people from multiple uh, departments have stepped into my office and we've had conversations about it. Mm -hmm. So it's not this is a her problem, not a me problem where I'm hyper like hypersensitive. Right. He's like, I get that you care. I said, I don't want to sound passive like I really don't care, but I don't care how you think I think you how how you think I think you you know like how you think I care because I I really don't, and I'm not trying to be a jerk about it, but that's the reality of the situation. And the main thing I care about, I said, the reason why I even start to investigate certain stuff. It's because system issues right. and that trickles back to my department right so as far as anything else no right you can't sit here and refer to me as such when i have a paper trail that proves otherwise right that's cool if you operate like that right. and you're like oh i take her tone out of stuff that's cool for you right. but from where i'm from we don't do that no so if you don't, I said, so don't say to use you as the scapegoat and throw you under the bridge if you're not going to confront the situation. Facts. And the, the, the thing is, like, of course, like I said, they're, they're, they're going to protect their own. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're going to protect their own or just even just their own personal, you know, game to keep yep. everything mm-hmm. looking smooth. Because mm-hmm. if you, if that person goes in with their, with their report, it looks like they're not managing their situation properly. Uh, it, it looks bad on them. And that's just lame as hell to me. Like, I, it's this working regular job shit, it's a much easier way to do a whole bunch of things. And it goes back to the relationships conversation we were talking about. It's like, how can I get the most out of this person while, while giving the least? Like, I'm going to let you go through absolute hell because I'm paying you a check. And, and you better do more 
than what your job entails. Yeah. If not, because if not, you quiet quit. What? No, I'm doing my job. Now, if I was doing under my job, let's we have did. that conversation. But if I'm doing my actual job and you ask me to do something and I said no, I'm gonna need you to shut the fuck up. Like, oh, I, I, I listen. When it was one day, one of the IT guys says, oh, "I'm gonna need your help with." I said, "Uh, uh, uh." No, you don't. <laughs> I said, "That's not my. That's not my area of expertise, especially when I know the consultants getting paid like one fifty an hour." Exactly. Absolutely not. Like, nah, bro. Like, go to the people that get paid for this. I'm cool. <laughs> and folks can have an attitude. It's like, listen. It's all good. I'm not tripping. I'm listen. I'm the same way at work. It's like, let's do. Don't even look in my direction for the extras. The answer is no. Is my job getting done? That's yeah. it. Am I doing the job you're paying me to do? Fantastic. Because if you're not paying me for the extras, hey, over there with it. Like, don't even look in my direction. Exactly. Not a team player. I don't care. What <laughs> and that's really, that's really what it is. It's just like, oh, and can you can you talk more in the meetings? I said, y'all asked me if I had any problems or or, or, or so I don't have no problems. Me and my team, we good over here. Like, right. and the person I need to address, he not even on the call. Listen, when I tell you, they stopped. My thing is, I'm I'm one of those. I'm a I'm a overdo it to the point that you never ask me to do this shit again. And they will say, Yeah, we want you. To, you know, you're being so upfront. You're like the leader. We need you to talk in these meetings. This that, and the third. And I really just got on some radical shit. I was like, Listen, y'all not paying us enough. <laughs> y'all not. Y'all not paying us enough for whatever. All of this shit that's going on right now. You all like the pay that you all are giving all of us is no, it's not. At that point, yeah, you know, can you not just talk up so much? Listen, you either want me to speak or you don't. But if you want me to speak, I'm going to be completely honest here. You not going to like the answer. I'm not kissing ass right. for none of y'all. Like, y'all going to look at me like the radical, but it's like I'm not even radical. It's just common sense. Y'all know this. Y'all know y'all getting over on us. Yeah. You don't want me to, you don't want me to tell you that I know that y'all getting over on us. Right. Exactly. It's it's funny because like when all of this stuff like happened, they built another, like they, I work for a, a clothing brand, so they did like they branched out one of the little subcategories. They made its own like entity, mm-hmm. and so um, we pretty much was doing double work. So right. I was like, are we gonna be compensated? Well, eventually, like we're gonna break it off and it'll be somebody. Else. I said, no. I I I. I, I. <laughs> Uh-uh, that ain't, what, that ain't what I asked you. So, <laughs> yes or no? <laughs> right. So, ben, so I can know how to proceed going forward. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, so now uh, am I going to need additional hands? Are we going to have to hire people? Stuff like that. Right. So the other week in, in that same meeting, probably before we got to the craziness, he uh, was like, oh, they shutting it down. It hadn't even been a year. It hadn't been eight months. So I was like, huh, that's funny. And donating all the clothes 800 was 80,000 units or 800,000 units they bought millions and millions like 25 million dollars worth of inventory and donating it to a third world country when there's people homeless right there down the street on Skid Row you know what's on Skid Row on Skid Row in downtown LA and just started throwing the shit out the way though baby when they told me that somebody had took two trash bags full of that shit out 
one of the warehouse workers. I said, what the fuck y'all want me to do? Right. Who, who am I? I said, why am I going to go snitch? I said, I can't stand a bitch, but for what? I said, so that's none of my business. That's why I said corporate stealing ain't got no issues with it. I said, none of my business anyway. because they knew if there was a dude, he has shipped, and you know, that's a, a felony. He shipped over $200,000 worth of merchandise to different people's houses, like throughout, and they figured it out. Well, my homeboy figured it out. They just fired him. They ain't press charges. So I was like, oh, this shit. Right. <laughs> oh, we gonna buy, they was like, oh, can we come look on these racks? Are we gonna take that? I said, that ain't my business. Right, do y'all want to? I, 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 don't, I don't even hear you right now. I don't hear you, you say nothing to me. Do you, boo, do you. Like, why are you coming to me right now about this? I have suffered enough at the expense of this place, so it's cold. Like sure. you know, I make cool money. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. Like could it always be more? Of course, sure. you know. But I, I'm cool. Like I'm not. I don't feel like oh, if if I don't do this or if I if I miss this one hour. Mm. It's gonna shift everything, and I'm mm. like, no. Especially, I'm like, shit. I'm gonna go on overtime this week. Let me just right. sit here and just. So it's fine, but it's just like it, that's where the point I'm at. So my focus has completely shifted. I clock in, do what I need to do, do some other work while I'm there, and keep it moving. That's it. Like it's 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 one or two ways that it goes. It's like if you have the opportunity to be able to just focus on like the goal that you want and nothing else, fantastic. But if it's a situation where you gotta keep bills paid and all of that shit, like kind of how we're in, you know, realize that that job is a means to an end yep. and nothing more. Yep. Do not look at it as, oh man, they supposed to, you know, I'm supposed to get this raise and you can't, you can't even give a shit about that. Cause the thing no. is, is that they're going, they're going to dangle that carrot if they, if they can't. They're going to dangle the fuck out of that carrot. And yep. if you're putting your faith in those people who literally are there to take advantage of you, you've you've failed. You've yep. already failed. Just realize they're a means to an end. They pay your bills. And then after that, you're able to kind of like execute and, and do the shit that you actually want to do. Allow it to fund that. That's what we should have been taught. But people, you know, they, they teach you all the time. You know, you just work up this ladder and you just work hard and you're going to get mm -hmm. it. No. No, it's not. And then you're 65, and then it's like you die. You, yep. And Work, working hard. Working hard for somebody, you know, like you might get a pension, you might not. You, oh, Social Security, that ain't shit. Ain't shit. Ain't even a real thing. What the hell is retirement? Yeah. And, and it's like, so I, I, I do love the space that our generation has figured that out. And we are like, okay, there are different avenues to get multiple streams of income. You can turn mm -hmm. things that you love to do into income. So whether it be mm -hmm. traveling, you know, podcasting, music, whatever the case may be, you can make that make money for you. So, mm -hmm. um, Van, yeah. tell everybody where they can find you on the social media webs. Ah, social media. So majority of- Do you have any, any gigs that you want to promote? plug it here yeah absolutely so of course like right now um you know just big on the dj streaming gaming as well uh so that would be twitch.tv slash goodbrotherlism that's l-y-z-m um and that's pretty much honestly over all social media just goodbrotherlism 
uh, as well as well as the ones you see there. I'm in, I'm in his vandalism on that one as well. Uh, but yeah, got that. Got a few gigs coming up here in Atlanta. Uh, big one actually this Friday is going to be coming up. I'm not sure when this or if people look at this live or whatnot. But yeah, Friday next week. Yeah, oh this week. So you don't even worry about what I just said. You ain't even, you ain't even thing. That's not real. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, we got uh, beginning of October. Uh, I'll be doing something good with uh with, with my boy Sean Fallion. So that's gonna be a a, a, a nice one there. A couple more coming up, but the big one, like I said, just catch me on Twitch. I'm definitely still bookable all over the United States, whatnot. You want me to come rock your spot? It's there. Uh, a few other things I can't necessarily get into, but y'all kill me with that. Like the thing is this, right? Because this is a completely new venture for me okay. that I've always wanted to do, that I've been excited about doing for a long time. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm going all in with this shit, along with everything that I'm doing. Uh, and I'm just really excited. And I just don't, like, as much as I want to just, ah, this is the thing. I just can't. Let me let me get it to a place where I'm I'm comfortable and we good. Just just, just trust me. Just trust me. It's gonna okay. be good. I'll let you in on what it is after this. But yeah, there we go. Okay. <laughs> well, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast, guys. Yes. And um, you know. Please like and subscribe and share. It's really that simple. Hit like just super quick. Like one second. Like. And and that's it. And that's the thing. And I'm, I'm talking about in just in general, because I play for a lot of premium things like premium YouTube, all this shit. With these creators, yo, shit, especially black creators, like people that just consume our shit. It does not take but a second to do that. And you don't realize how much that helps other creators or the creators yeah. that you love so much. Yep. When you're watching their shit all day. You watch this shit all the time. I tell you, I watch YouTube more than I do any other streaming service yeah. that I that I pay for monthly. Yeah. You have to do that. That's how it is that they make their money. That's how it is that they're able to, to give you continuously like the entertainment that you provide that you that you love. It don't take but a second, y'all. Just go and hit don't. that like, hit that subscribe. You know what I mean? Thank you. Thank you. You get it. You get it. And so it, it's like, you know, um, we were talking about the Kev on stage app last week, which, mm -hmm. you know, tell me last night. Um, and, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and the concept of him just being able to create a platform for mm -hmm. black creators and, you know, his like, it's for black people anyway. That's his tagline, you know? Right. So being able subscriptions, those subscriptions alone, have been able to keep the studio and the content flowing in consistently. Right. And so shout out to Kev for the app. Shout out to BT for uh, Give Me Five featuring me in two of those episodes. Um, and don't forget to also download the Caffeine app um, and hit subscribe to all the uh, CT has episodes that drop every Tuesday. I have been featured on uh, three or four episodes of Villainy. So yeah. I've been previewed, and I want, and I'm not to cut you off, but I want to say, and I want to make sure that the people see this and hear me say this. I'm so proud of you, y'all. Like, don't make I me proud, that. man. And that, no, no, that, that's that's just real. Like I said again, it's beautiful when I see my people out there actually pushing forward, actually creating things, actually being seen for the things that they enjoy doing and the things that they truly love, and they're making traction. That is so motivational. 
uh to not only myself to, to other people that just like yo like this is my nigga up there doing it i can do this shit too and and if that's what you felt when you like go and do it but it's important when we see you know what i'm saying our people getting down and i wanted to make sure that on your platform while i'm talking to you looking at you directly i just want to let you know that i'm so proud of everything that you're doing thank you keep pushing with that shit. like i you my heart is full and i, I mean that I know, <laughs> how shit get out. I know how shit get out there i know it, how yeah. it gets out there there's a lot of running around some of this shit be dead and the fact that you have a circle there and it's people we know and a bunch of people that like and it just blossoms to this to this thing you're surrounding yourself amongst these great creators which makes you one yourself with the consistency it can only be great for you yeah just keep pushing thank you so much and i i don't even know what to say like thank you like just thank you that means a lot and that's for you yes and because you like i said like you have good days you have bad days you're like is this for me like or what would be next and then you think about it like nah let me just go back to this like exactly it's like like you know what the other option is working this bullshit ass job till you die right. like, <laughs> that, ain't it. that ain't it i'm like uh but yeah no that means a lot to me and i will um definitely you know like i'll be in touch and yeah, yeah man i thank you that means so much so with that said y'all thank you for tuning in to whiskey sour and be sure to follow our guest van yes please and do. follow like his twitter low-key y'all <laughs> That's the only place y'all really need to be. I'll be honest. Because the way the tweets be going up and the stuff that I be catching, like last night. <laughs> see? I'm, I, 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 y'all know I don't lie to y'all. <laughs> At least do, do yourself a service and please follow his Twitter. And that was just vandalism. So you see, yeah, just vandalism. Just there? Yeah. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's, it's, it's a good time. It's a good time. Knowledge is reality, you know? So, yeah. So, y'all take care and thank you so much for tuning in. And we will see y'all here next week with someone else. I don't know who. <laughs> <laughs>